hi. Oh, I did the hi. <laughs> See? See, it's it's just past practice. I'm just used to doing it. I, I told you every now and then it's going to, oh, man. I caught it right away, too. I was like, nope, nope. You said you wouldn't be doing that stupid shit no more. Delinquents, whether you know or not. I'm, I'm going to try to trail away from the hi, you know. I'll, I'll keep with the bye at the end. But, uh, like I said, there's people that want to listen to my podcast or that have been put onto my podcast and the first thing they hear is, hi. <laughs> They're probably going to be like, no, no, this is, this is the, this is the conservative bulldog derogatory dude. And that's the first thing you, hi. <laughs> oh man. Oh God. Anyway, delinquents at ease, at ease delinquents. It is Tuesday the 27th, and I don't know, it is what it is. I'm actually running out of things to say. Let's see if I can't, let's, let, let me try to not curse. This is a challenge to myself. Let's see if I could do this one without cursing and without bringing politics into the scheme of things. It's going to be very tricky. It's going to be very tricky. Because I don't know if it's messing with like an algorithm. I feel like lots of these podcast sites filter certain words, like they fast forward. Because you could do like talk to text now. But they could probably like quick listen to your podcast and scan it for any words like trigger words, you know? Like cursing, derogatory words, talking bad about, you know, certain political stances if you're pro this side or the other side then you're going to be you know pushed to the bottom so if I am going to try I'm going to try I mean free speech is still free sp- why is things beeping at me oh free speech is still free speech right and I'm not going to be told how or what to say or when to say it based on likes right but the message is good and it's getting out to the people that it needs to get out to however I just this is just a you know a what if so I'm going to try to do that and see what happens here now a scary thing happened to me this morning I went to put my shirt on and like I was like lifted my hands over my my arms over my head you know to get the the, the t-shirt on you know as people do and my left, I did this standing up, and my left leg just went out. Went out on me. Scary moment. I caught myself before, like, eating garbage, like, falling to my, on my face. Like, I can norm, I could just say eating, you know, S-H, whatever, I-T. You guys know, right? And I would say that, and it'd be like, oh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but no, okay. So, my leg buckled completely, like in multiple areas, just like from my hip to behind my knee to my ankle, just a shooting, I don't want to say it was a pain, but it just, my leg just stopped working. And I have to be on the lookout for that. The doctors told me to be on the lookout for that because um, the herniation could completely pinch off my nerve. And if that were to happen, then I could just not be able to move my leg. Now, I don't know if that's going to be 
an excruciating pain when that happens or not. This was not ex- excruciating. It was scary, but it wasn't like a painful experience. It was more like a, oh my God, what just happened experience. So I was, I'm nervous now. I'm walking gingerly and I'm trying to just be careful. I have an appointment with the surgeon tomorrow and if he does what the last guy did and says, oh, I'm going to have to refer you to somebody else. I don't have the time right now. I am going to be the most irate, derogatory demon that that place has ever seen. I'm injured, yeah. But, like, don't underestimate my ability to absolutely wreck somebody. Now, that's that's me pretty much implying violence. I'm not going to be violent with people. Although, it just would make so much sense, you know. So, hopefully I can get this thing done and I can get back to myself. I'm making, uh, making excuses for myself, like, oh, because of this back, you know. But I get it. I get it. I, I could have been more... I don't know. Aggressive in my... Uh, working out. I could have been more... Proactive... In m- my movement. But... The pain was so... There. You know? That I couldn't do it. Like, I, I just didn't, didn't want to risk it. I did try the physical therapy. And that... I mean, it's not, my, my, the doctors, all the ones I've said to is like, my strength isn't an issue. My strength is actually keeping everything kind of in place. Delinquents, I don't know if you know this, but my back is ridiculously strong. Ridiculously strong. But this, this herniation is not, is not helping. They actually say that your body knows how to control itself. Because we're actually strong enough to break our own bones, but our, our our body regulates the strength output somehow. I don't exactly know how that works. But um, I haven't been... I've gained a ridiculous amount of weight, right? I don't know if it's the drugs, because I don't feel like I'm eating more or less, but I know I'm physically doing less, and that's a that's a problem. And I'm, I'm I'm making this excuse in my head like, oh, when this when the back surgery is done, when the back surgery is done, I'm going to get on it. I'm going to get on it. I'm going to do it. And how many people say that? Oh, I'm just going to wait till Monday. Oh, after I get this job promotion. Oh, after I get this this thing done, I'll start you know going to the gym. Oh, new year, new me. You know, I am being sincere about it, as sincere as I've ever been about anything, because I have too much going on for it not to happen. And you might be thinking, why don't you do something now? I can't. I can't. I, I, I just told you, I tried to put my shirt on. I tried to put a shirt on and uh, it didn't work for me. <laughs> my leg was like, nope, no clothes today, loser. Not gonna happen. I can't do any. Like, my walking. It's sad. I'm glad I don't live at my old house anymore because my kids would see me and they'd be like, this fucking beast of a man is walking around like man, you know. I'm like the the soldier, the dad, the 
the one that took on the world without a without a blink, you know? Went from zero to five children overnight. I'm the guy that made that decision, you know? It's just, uh, I don't like showing weakness unless it's like legitimate. And if this would be, this would be considered legitimate. I just don't want them to worry, especially the young one, you know, he doesn't want to, cause he's seen me limping around cause I can only hide it so much, you know, but, uh, yeah, I got, I got a lot of life left, so I don't want to be, uh, walking around like this. I just want to, I just want it to go away. And once it goes away, I'm going to be the most, I got to change my life around. I got to change my life around. Uh, I don't smoke as much as I used to. I vape now. Every now and then I'll have a cigar. I don't think that's a problem. The weight gain is aggravating as hell because I don't like it at all. I don't know. Life is depressing. Add an injury on top of that, then, you know, it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. We have to, we have to push through. Because once you do that, once you push through and like you finish your workout or something, the, the sense of accomplishment that you have after doing it is great. Like there are times where you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, I'm too tired to do this. Oh, I don't want to do my laundry. Eh. I shouldn't clean this right now because I should clean this, but I don't want to because I'm tired. I had a long day, man. You know? But if you do it, if you do it, the sense of accomplishment when you're done is, is it's gratifying. It's like, ah, oh, I did it. And then you look, look, look at what you've done and you're like, yeah, that's not too bad. I did good. I'm proud of myself. And, uh, and you just keep doing that. Some people chase the high with drugs, you know, some people try to escape through booze life, you know, and some people occupy themselves with the gym. The difference between drugs and gym is not so different in my opinion. You're occupying yourself. You want whatever you're thinking about to go away. Hopefully you're doing these things for yourself and not for the sake of other people. You know, drugs is like, okay, you're doing it for pain management, right? Or you're just trying to escape life. People that have an addictive personality that abuse drugs that's a different story than taking these things to escape the pain or heal yourself you know what i mean i mean it would be an interesting it would be an interesting thing to like psychologically evaluate here why do people work out the way they do are they doing it for their physical health or are they doing it because they want other people to affirm how hot they are or they're trying to attract people whether you're whether you're, whether you're working out or you're trying to be fit or you do, like, I don't know, plastic surgery under the age of 30, what are you doing this for? Are you doing this for yourself or are you doing this because you want people to like you more based on physical appearance? Physical appearance don't mean shit anymore. Oh, I cursed. See? Physical appearance in this day and age, I have to give it to this generation for that. Because being attractive isn't the end-all, be-all. There are some 
very hideous people with some very beautiful people. And there are some very beautiful people that are hideous based on personality. Like, just rude. Rude, rude. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how... I'm, I'm trying to figure out the math on it. But... People that do drugs, if they're not doing it to heal, they're just trying to escape. What are they trying to escape? The fact that they can't be pretty? Are they just trying to chase a high? Because if you're, if you're getting high amongst friends like weed, that's different. If you're just popping pills on your own or drinking alone, what are you escaping? What are you hiding from? What is it that you're too scared to you know, work out on your own or better yourself on your own that you have to just drown your, drown your depression with other things? Personal opinion, if you're going to work out and you're just trying to, like, for health reasons, just trying to be healthy in general, CrossFit. CrossFit is like a end-all, be-all, one-stop shop for everything. Those muscle heads that, that looked ripped that win, like, Mr. Olympia competitions, they can't run a half of a mile without collapsing. Those people are not in good shape. They look ridiculous. The human body is not supposed to look that way. So you think they're naturally getting to that state? Because I'll tell you right now, they're not. They're not. Not even a little bit. They're popping whatever steroid and injecting whatever steroid into their ass. Ass isn't a... That's not a curse word, okay? It's in the Bible. I don't think it's in the Bible. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Circle back. But if you're under the age of 30 years old and you're getting plastic surgery, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. What are you doing that for? It's one thing if like you broke your face or you broke your nose or you need like plastic surgery to from an accident that you had. But if you're a perfectly healthy person and you want to I don't know. Get a breast enhancement or get your chin done or like a like a nose job. Why? Why though? Why do you want to do that? The mindset between people that want to get plastic surgery and people that want to have gender affirming surgery, it's not that it's not way off. It's not way off. The same part of the brain probably probably is playing a role there. Right? I mean, why you're going to you're going to physically alter your body when it's completely healthy? Why would you do that? All I'm saying is like to each their own, you know? To each their own. But you don't need to change how you are how you are physically to be a better person in society. Look at the Kardashians. Gorgeous, right? Best plastic surgeons in the world. Look at them without their makeup on. Woof. It's insane. That's insane. Okay? You need to be able to look at your partner and just be in love with them. With their hair being a mess, 
with their morning cat breath, you know? You guys are nose to nose, passed out, snoring out loud in each other's mouths. Yeah, that kind of comfort, you know what I mean? To physically alter your appearance just based on the idea of how attractive you are deemed is insanity to me. Okay? We're not talking about like, oh, I got a skin tag on my face. We're talking about life-altering... You know how you get a nose job? They have to break your nose in order to fix or fix it. They, they need to break your nose in order to replace it. Not with the old and with the new. And the new's not going to be any better. You know why? Because everybody sees you differently now. Like, it's obvious. Like, people in... Women in the news. Laura Ingram, I'm calling you out. Why can't we just age gracefully? Why? Why why do you got to do the lip things and the face pulls? You're supposed to have bags under your eyes. It lets lets the, the people know you're human. You're not going to be more attractive to somebody because you get like all that stuff done to your face. There are some things that I can understand like uh, like a tummy tuck or something. Like you have a bunch, you push out a bunch of babies or you lose a, a lot of weight ridiculously fast and uh, you just got that skin there. And there's nothing you can do to make it go away. There's nothing you can do to make it go away. So you, you know, get that little tummy tuck thing. Right? Which isn't crazy. That's not, that, that's not, an, that's not an insane concept. Right? Like gastro bypass. That's, that's, that's insane to me. It's life saving. If you get to that point where you need that. Like I've. I've seen people that have had gastro bypass or gastrointestinal, whatever thing, where they um, cut your stomach in half or they tie it off or they, you know, the access that food has to your stomach is like cut where you're not as hungry, right? Because your stomach doesn't get as full and you lose weight ridiculously fast. And then your stomach just ends up stretching and stretching and stretching and stretching again. You just eat yourself back into the same state. What are we running from? What are we afraid to confront? Like, I don't care how I look. Right? I don't. I know that I am overweight right now. And the reason that I am overweight is because I have not been active. And I haven't been active because my back is literally not cooperating. Again, I tried to put a t-shirt on and I almost died. (laughs) I didn't die. I just, my leg caved in. Some nerve got pinched off. It's terrifying. Right now, I'm just making a bunch of excuses and I shouldn't. I shouldn't. It's not fair. I could be doing something I know. But I'll fix that. As a soldier, I'll tell you right, I'll, I'll tell you right now. We don't like talking about things. We don't want to talk about our feelings. We don't want to talk about like how hurt we are for this, that, or the other thing. We don't want to go to therapy, right? 
We just want to, we just want to live. We just want to live and not be bothered. Every now and then we will dive deep in our thoughts and chase booze. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Whether you're a soldier or something else. But that's, like, when soldiers do it, we do it once in a while. Unless we're trying to drown out pain because the health industry thinks we're going to abuse narcotics while we're waiting for surgery, whatever. But every once in a while, getting absolutely hammered and reminiscing about people that have gone through our lives and disappeared, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. I do that. If you were to drink consistently to the point of, you know, getting drunk all the time, that's a problem. That's a problem. You don't want to be an alcoholic every day. Being an alcoholic, maybe, you know, every now and then, right? Like, for me, it would be, I don't know, Veterans Day, Memorial Day. Uh, yeah. Those are two that I like to just, you know, be alone with my thoughts and just sort of drink while staring at a fire. We've all been there. Uh... Don't focus on the things you can't change, people. And don't try to change for the affirmation of other people. If you're doing something for yourself, fine. So be it. I don't have to agree with you. It's your body, right? You can do whatever you want to yourself. I get it. But don't go chasing fame or doing things because of what other people may think. That's dumb. You need to be stoic within yourself. Focus on you. Focus on the things in your control. Anything that's outside of your control, like the affirmation of others or how people perceive you, who cares? Who cares? I have a slight problem with that. I want everybody to like me. I have like this complex where everybody needs to like me. And if they don't, I don't understand why and I need to know. I'm working on that where I've, I've gotten to the point where I just, I don't care anymore. i be like, oh, you don't like me? Fine. Don't like me. Why? Because I'm like out there. If I was, if I had this kind of charisma and personality in high school, I would have been homecoming king. It wouldn't even be close. I would just be out there. I'd be charismatic, whatever. I mean, I had bullies, but when I confronted my bullies, honey badger. They were like, no, no, no. I don't like the ones... But bullies don't like the ones that fight back, you know? It's a power thing. It's a power trip. They're weak little people, so they want to try to control who they perceive to be weaker. Don't let them perceive you to be weaker. I don't care if they're a linebacker on the football team and you play oboe and you're like 110 pounds soaking wet and they're like 250. I don't care. Do not let people bully you. Intimidation should never be a thing. Not in life. You should not be intimidated by anything. No one intimidates me. No one. I don't care if you're a seven foot giant 500 pound bouncer. Be like, okay. 
Okay. You're not going to intimidate me. If I'm doing something wrong and I'm getting kicked out of the bar, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. But if you put your hands on me, we're going to have a fucking problem. I'm... Ah, I cursed again. I cursed... See, I get in my own head. That anger comes out and like... Sarge the honey badger just gets... Like angry. Nobody should be able to control your emotions besides you. You're allowed to be scared for other people. You're allowed to worry, empathize, sympathize. I get it. But intimidation? Never. Never do that. And never cave. Never cave. If someone has like pictures of you naked because you're an idiot and you decided to give them those they're like oh I'm going to put this on the internet I'm going to show your family blah 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 okay go for it it's my body if you're if you're if you're uh, cheating on your significant other don't just let her know or let him know just be like I'm not I'm done with this I can't I can't do it anymore don't try to fucking hide it. It's not. It's not. It's not. That's not a good idea. Because when you lie, lying is bad. Like lying is dumb. I don't understand the point of lying anymore. I used to lie all the time. I used to be a great liar. I was so good. I don't understand it though. There's no point. In, there's no po- lying. Doesn't make sense to me. Just tell the truth. Because whatever you did that you're lying about, you're going to end up doing again if you get away with it. Just tell the truth. Say what you did. Don't try to hide anything. And just accept it. Lying is dumb. If your parents confront you and like, oh, did you break out of the house? First of all, if they're asking you questions like that and you did break out of the house... Don't lie about it, because they already know. Whether they can prove it or not, then they're just going to take it out on you for the rest of your fucking life. I swear again. I swear again. There's a trust factor between, like, significant others and family and stuff. When you lie and you break that trust, whether it's proven or not, there might not be any retaliatory actions right away. But they're going to perceive you differently for a very, very, very long time. I have a son that stole rocks from his teacher in like kindergarten or first grade. And he denied it. And I've held held him in a different standard in my head. In some way or another. For, he's 19 years old now. 13 years it's sad when you see somebody you love do something stupid I don't still I don't still feel that way because he grew up I mean kids will be kids and they'll lie and they're just trying to save themselves the punishment or the grounding or the whatever but now he's an adult he doesn't lie about anything He's like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I smoke weed. I really don't care if you smoke. I don't. If you smoke weed, you smoke weed. I mean, there are certain jobs you shouldn't be doing, right? 
I have another son that drives high, which is like, why would you do that? You're like under the influence there. And, uh, well, it's not like I'm drinking. It's the same, it's the same concept, guy. Okay? It's the same thing. Under the influence is under the influence, whether you're high on the wanna or you're drunk. And it's always the people that get in the accident that are not high that get injured. You know what that is? I have a little theory for that one. And the theory is, if you're high, you're relaxed. If you're drunk, you're relaxed. You're not even paying attention. If you get in an accident, you're just in your own little world floating around. The people that see you coming at high rates of speed or blowing that stop sign or blowing that stoplight or changing lanes even though you don't mean to, the people that see you do that as you head towards their vehicle, their bodies tense up. There's a fear factor there. There's a, there's like a, there the muscles tense in anticipation because they're scared. I'm like, oh my god, and you're just like, oh man, stop. Crash into me, yeah, baby, and I come to you, and you're fucking, and then all of a sudden, I swear again, and all of a sudden you have an accident, and the people that were sober, that were tensing up, they're all jacked up, because the impact, while they were tensed up, made things break and made things sprain, but you were completely relaxed, like a, like an overcooked spaghetti noodle. And your muscles were not tensed up. So you took the impact and you might have some bruising, but you're probably going to walk away from this whole thing. Meanwhile, the family in the van is dead. Because you decided, you know, you wanted to be high. Chasing the dragon, chasing the fear away. Alone, by yourself. If you get high or drunk by yourself, you have a problem. There's a problem there. If you change the way you think or the way you physically look because of what other because of how other people perceive you, you have a problem. There's a problem there. There's a difference between working out, say doing CrossFit and staying fit and staying agile and bodybuilders that inject themselves with all kinds of stuff for a certain look, a certain physique, to, to get that, that, that pump. They're chasing something. Right? Whether you're anorexic and you always find yourself to be a big fat fatty, or you're a muscle head and you think, I could be bigger, I could be bigger, I could be bigger. So you either starve yourself or you keep taking steroids and you keep working out and you keep pushing yourself past your body's limits. Compromising your heart, your bone structure, your blood pressure because of how other people perceive you? Don't do things alone. Don't do things alone. Do things with people. Like... Enjoy the moment. Get high and be safe together.
Drinking alone is dangerous. Trust me on that one. I have done that. What pain are you trying to make go away? Confront that. Address that. Don't run away from it with booze or drugs or sex. An addictive personality is an addictive personality. Confront what you fear. Deal with it head on. Stop dodging it. Because you're only going to make yourself worse. Your body can only hold up so much before it absolutely collapses because you don't want to address the problems in your life. Life is scary. But you're not alone. You're not alone. Take it from someone that's never done it. It's okay to talk to people. Write it down in a journal. Vent. Scream into a pillow. Escaping your problems doesn't escape anything. Because they're your problems. They go wherever you go. You're going to wake up from whatever drug, whatever hangover, whatever mild high that you put yourself through through the realization that the problems are still there. Address those. Deal with that. Is it going to be harder than drinking or doing drugs or hiding from it? Yeah, it's going to be harder. But if you address it and you get it done, even though you didn't want to, you're going to be Super gratified with the success. Just on a higher scale. Like when you don't want to do something and it's a little tiny task and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that right now, like I said earlier, and then you end up doing it, the gratitude you have in yourself is amazing. So imagine facing your demons head on. Face your demons. You got this. Love you. Can you love me? And I'll see you next time. Bye.